Blog Talk Radio. Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am your host. I am the Archbishop, Dr. Marcia Karen Smith Abrams Almasi, coming to you live from the United States of America. I just thank God for this day. Amen. And I'm glad that you're here with me. Um, Father God, we thank you so much, Father, for what you're about to do, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that you strengthen me, Lord God, to do your perfect will here on this earth. I just bless your holy name, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for all things. You're so worthy, Lord God, tremendously worthy to be praised. From the rising of the sun until the going down of the same, I thank you and I bless your holy name. Amen. All right, so tonight uh, we're going to be talking about a little thing that I I, I think that it would be just a great inspiration to many um, people of the world um, here in your local community, um, you know, in your neighborhood, um, you know, in every city, every county of the United States, every state of the United States, within the United States, and the territories of the United States, um, and also those that are overseas also um, in, in various countries. I know that God is with you. And one of the scriptures says, fear not, just know that God is with you. You know, fear not and know that he is God. It is he, God, that has given you uh, health, wealth, and everything that you need, you know. And, um, you know, some people have less than others and some people have more than others. But nevertheless, it is God that has um, strengthened you to be, be about it, be about the business that he's position you to be in. So I want to uh, just encourage everyone um, to just just, just stay encouraged, stay encouraged. You know, we have um, the Word of God is very true in its life-given um, manner, in that every word that is written um, are, you know, um, from the Lord, you know. Every word that is written was inspired by uh, God's thought to uh, a human, you know, and um, I just thank God for being able to be about God's business, That just, just to, you know, know that he is God, you know, and you don't have nothing to worry about, you know, because when the word of God reads that there will be wars and rumors of wars, you know, we're in that time, but there's always been wars and rumors of wars throughout the um, span of this earth, you know. Um, and so there's nothing new under the sun. So I just want you all to stay encouraged. Uh, just lift up your hands, O.E. gates, and, you know, be therefore lifted up. And and God shall come in, you know, just giving him praise. Amen. And tonight it's been it's been a while since I've been on the broadcast and uh, on the, the video. I'm trying to get one started right now. Um and I just wanted just to take some time to go over something I read this morning. It was just just fabulous. It was a Melchizedek uh order. And uh, it's Psalms 110, and it was very powerful because the way it read at the end, I was questioning, what does that mean, you know, the head, you know, and I'm like, the head, the head, the head of what? 
and 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 I still don't understand it. So I started studying it and going more into it, and it, it came back to the same thing that I still didn't get it. And so I'm going to study this. I we had the same topic in um, I believe it was in the last Sukkot, uh, the Sukkot last year, the year before. 2020 or 2021 or 2022 one of the theme was the Melchizedek order you know and I was so busy our guest speaker spoke on it and I was so busy um, doing all the things to make sure everything was ready um, for the entire event and I didn't get to sit at his feet to hear what he said the, the guest speaker you know so I'm going to bring that back around again. So let's see if we can speak on the Melchizedek order or so I can learn of it. Because you hear about this and you know it's, it's talking about God, it's talking about Jesus Christ, and you know, it's talking about Abraham being blessed. Um, but we're going to see if you can, you know, figure it out. What does the head mean, the head? And um, I'll get to it. Let me see if I can key up... Um, uh, one of these things, Let's see activities, new events. I'm trying to do two things at the same time. I need to do this, and I'll be right back. I'm going to play a song so you guys can um, uh, tune in to uh, one of our evangelist um, apostles. She uh, really brings forth some beautiful soundtracks every single service and I'm going to see if I can pull something together tonight while I uh, uh, turn on the other um, audio and the video side of things. Amen. Praise God. And bless his holy name. I hope I have it. I hope I have Let's see. I'm just going to play one of her broadcasts because she always start out the ministry with this fabulous song. Um, it's the Lord's Prayer, Psalms uh, 23. Um, and the the harp player is just so phenomenal as he's bringing this um, to fruition. So I'm going to see if prayerfully this one that I'll pick is um, the Lord's Prayer. The Lord, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want um see if I can click on one of her soundtracks. Uh, and after that, I'll be right back. Okay, this is December 22nd. Log Talk Radio. Hey, 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 hey,
Amen, amen. So that one was not the soundtrack that I wanted to play, but that was a very good one that the Lord does answer prayer. And our, it just lines up with our theme for tonight, Fear Not, and Know the Lord God is With You, by Archbishop Dr. Marcia Karen Smith Abrams Almasi. Amen. Let's listen to this other soundtrack. Let's see. Let's see. Love Talk Radio. Welcome you to, the, to this morning's broadcast. I am Minister Michael mm-hmm. Gray. Okay, that's not happening. Right. Mm-hmm. Greetings. Welcome Love to the Talk five- Radio. Right. Greetings. Welcome to the Fivefold Ministries New Year's Eve service. Love Talk Radio. I've had some hills to climb I've had some weary days And some lonely nights But when I, when I look around, and I think things over, you know what? All of my good days outweigh my bad days. I, Low. I can hardly see the road. I ask the question, Lord. Lord, why so much pain? But he Tears away. 
my midnight in today. Thank him, thank him. Um, 
I, I remember when I was um, driving my kids around. It was just an awesome privilege to be a mom and and to have um, children to, um, you know, just to be a part of everything you do. You know, they have no choice. They have to go with you in the car as you take them somewhere. Um, but um, I, we would drive down the highways and, um, you know, I'm in the car um, just thanking God and not have my children sing kind of like a chant. I uh, would make up a, a chant, like <clears throat> just to celebrate God and uh, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Bless the Lord. And he, hallelujah. <laughs> it's so silly. It's like really amazingly silly. And it's just, um, just, just having the privilege to have, you know, I'm driving and, you know, I may have one of the pastors that was sitting beside me and, um, um, then, you know, I would, you know, just, just start the, the, um, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> really, really silly, you know. And, um, it, it's, it's just really, um, uh, amazing to, to know that God loves you. God, he is the author, he's the finisher of your faith, of my faith. He's the, the one true and living God. If we can just take the time out of our busy schedule just to praise God and to, to worship him. So the title today of today's lesson is Fear Not and Know the Lord God is with you, you know, no matter what you're going through. And we got a lot of ap- apprehensions now, you know, everybody's trying to um, put everybody in a position of fear and trembling and being frightened. Well, the Word of God says that the just shall live by faith. Um, and we are just, we're righteous, and we're not perfect. But we, we trust God, and, and if you take the time to trust God, to know God for yourself, he, he's going to take care of everything that you have need of. And I, I try my very best to, to encourage everyone to just, you know, be strong, stay encouraged, be about your business, do what God has called you to do, even though, um, excuse me, even though you may be the only one doing that um, particular uh, vocation, particular ministry, particular idea that, you know, is in your mind, you, you know, you're talking to yourself, I don't know, but you're doing good work and, and you're doing it for a purpose, something in the, that's in your heart to take care of human beings, other people humanity, your community, even it's just your children, you know, maybe the legacy that you want to leave, you want to plant something, you know, so when you're gone, you know, from this life, that that thing that you plant, you know, will continue. You don't worry about anything, just, just, just praise God. So I'm, I want you to turn with me to Psalms 
110. And as I said, it, it talks about the Melchizedek order. And I read it this morning, and I was intrigued, and it just really puzzled my brain. And and I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to study this because I, I don't understand this, Lord God. I don't understand it. When I don't understand something, God's word said to ask him, and he, God, will give you the ability to understand. You know, he said that if a man lacks wisdom, then he acts of God, and God God will just gladly teach you what it is, you know, that it is that you have um, uh, a concern about, something, you, you know, your lack of understanding. The Bible talks about in King Solomon where my people die because of lack of wisdom, lack of knowledge, lack of understanding. And everything that I go through in life, I, I try my level best to ask God, and I do make massive amount of mistakes and error, but that's because I'm human, you know, and it's not an excuse, but humanity is, is, is very, very, um, very, um, you know, we, we're just not perfect, you know, in any way. And and we make errors and we make um we think we, we want to do something good and 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 yet it turns out bad and that's not that wasn't our intent, you know. But nevertheless the bad stuff happened, right? Um so let's read the word of God and see how we can pull this together as we turn to uh the psalmist David. King David was writing and he was saying the Lord shall say unto my Lord. Now that right there just is like mind-boggling. The Lord, and it's capital L-O-R-D, so it's he's talking about God, you know, the, the Lord of Lords, right? We'll say unto his Lord, which was, capital L but small O, small R, small D. So it's a lesser lesser God. So it's, he's, I would say, talking to God, the Heavenly Father, and the, his Lord, Jesus Christ. But David, when he's writing here, Jesus wasn't even born yet. So then you're like, what is he talking about, right? What is he... You know, it's kind of like he's talking about something futuristic or something. I don't know. And then it, it, he said, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand. And as we know that, you know, those that are here in the 21st century, we just came through celebrating uh, the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and ascendant to the heavens. And he now sits on the right hand of God because the work that he did while he was on earth was um, finished and he brought back the position and posture of the domination, the dominion of the kingdom back to himself, right? He stripped Lucifer from that and he, he took back the keys of hell death and the grave and he 
made sin to be of none effect anymore. Amen? And I, I want you to, to stay right there because no matter what you've done in your life, no matter what crime you've committed, no matter, there's nothing you can do that God will not forgive. You know, there's only one thing that God will not tolerate is the blaspheming of the Holy Spirit. That There's no repentance on that one. You know, um, you, you curse out the Holy Spirit, you just might as well just, just pack your bags for hell because you there's nobody that can pray for you out of that one. God will not forgive you, and nor will he accept a prayer from anybody else. <laughs> Excuse me. So outside of that, there's nothing else that you can do in this life, in your life, that God will not forgive. Amen? So the theme, again, the title is Fear Not. Amen? Fear Not. Um, and know the Lord God is with you. You have nothing to fear. The only fear that you have is the fear of God. And that that fear is the beginning of wisdom. That's powerful, man. And it's so powerful. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of God, the one true and living God. Like, I am totally terrified of God himself. I am so I, I just I gotta do this word thing. I gotta teach this word. I gotta gotta read the scripture. I gotta pray. I gotta. I'm like frightened. I'm afraid of God. Outside of that, I fear no man or no thing, no demon from hell, nothing from the heavens that comes, and no man. I'm not afraid of anything. Only fear I have is the fear of God, and that's a good fear. So David is saying here, and it's blowing me away, every single word in this Psalms 110, for those who just turned in, tuned into the, to the broadcast, it's, 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 it's just blowing me away. And it's only like seven verses, but it, it, it was like, it was, maybe I'm just too deep. I'm very deep, man, deep, deep. <laughs> Think of this. David said, the Lord said unto my Lord, sit thou at my right hand until I make thy enemies thy footstool. Ah, now that's that's tight. Now think of this. You've gone through and you have somebody messing with you. You got the whole world against you. And God is going to make your enemy your footstool. Someone's calling me from North Carolina at 10.34 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Well, praise God for the state of North Carolina, the Tar Hill State. (laughs) Amen. God will make your enemies your footstool. That means your enemies, the same people that have done you wrong or lied on you, cheated, stolen from you, backbited against you, um, you didn't do anything wrong, if they hate your guts, it doesn't matter what it is. 
God will make your enemies your footstool. That means you can sit in your chair and you you know put your foot up, prop your foot up, and you can put your feet on the head of your enemy. <laughs> That's powerful. God will make your enemies your footstool. So that is just three segments in verse 1. Now, moving down to verse 2, Psalms 110, it says, The Lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of Zion. Rule thou in the midst of thy enemies. Oh, my goodness. Zion. Where is Zion, right? Hmm. The Holy One of Israel. Zion, Jerusalem, Zion, you know, it's, it's just a place where everybody wants to be, Zion, right? God shall send the rod of thy strength out of Zion and rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. So you're going to be sitting in the midst of these people that surround you because, you know, we're human beings, we're nations that surround you. And you're going to rule. <laughs> and you're not going to be afraid. So I'm telling you that the, the topic of today's lesson is fear not. And know that the Lord God is with you. So if you have God with you, there's nothing for you to worry about. There's so many scriptures that God says, Fret not thyself because of evildoers. In all thy ways, acknowledge God, and, and he, God, shall direct your path, you know. They could slight you. They could do you wrong. They can incarcerate you. They can set you up, like, on a pedestal, you know, and then psych. <laughs> they want to see you fail. But God says that his holy angel will hold you up in their hand, that you won't dash your foot against the stone. Trust God, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Trust God only. Don't trust man. Put not your faith in man because they will fail you. They'll hurt you. They don't mean to, but they're only human. Um, Klingons say human. As to all my Trekkies, Star Trek people. But if you don't know, um, you, you'd have to listen to um, Star Trek for a little while to get that and understand what I just said. Human. Not human. Human. Verse 3 in Psalms 110. Thy people shall be willing in the day of thy power in the beauties of holiness from the womb of the morning thou hast the dew of thy youth. The Lord sworn and will not repent. Thou art the priest forever. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. So that's when I was like, what? Where did that come from? Out of every, you know, wow. See, this, you know, in, in this 
theologians, they, they argue about this Melchizedek. Is that, are they talking about Jesus or are they not, you know? So what I'm going to do is after I read all of Psalms 10, uh, 110, I'll, I'll go through um, a couple other verses, and it just basically repeats the same thing, what David is saying. Verse 4, again, Psalms 110. The Lord has shown and will not repent. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. When I was reading, I was like, are they talking about me? Because I know I'm a priest. <laughs> a priest of the Lord, right? After the order of Melchizedek. Now, verse number 5 says, The Lord at thy right hand shall strike through kings in the day of his wrath. He shall judge among the heathens. He shall fill the places with the dead bodies. And he shall wound the head over many countries. He shall drink of the brook in the way. Therefore shall he lift up the head. Now that's when I got confused because I was like, what is he talking about? He's like, David was, you know, going, I was was with him all the way through verse 6, understanding each one of those. But then when we got to verse 7, I was totally don't even have a clue. So my prayer is, as I say, God bless the reading of his holy word. I pray that the Holy Spirit will just bring all things into my remembrance and and Father God, I ask you now to give me the wisdom that I need and the understanding of your words so I can understand what you mean by Psalms 110, verse number 7. Amen. In Jesus' name I pray. He shall drink of the brook in the way, therefore shall he lift up the head. And then there's a period at the end of that. I, I, I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. I don't understand that, and I, I don't get it. So because I was like, you know, since this morning after I read it, I, I and I was not understanding. I started digging deep, deeper into the scriptures. So it led me to a couple other places in the Old Testament. Um, and so we're going to move to that. And it is in the time of Abram when Lot was captured by the enemy, the Sodom and Gomorrah. And uh, a battle ensued, and um, Abram went to save his brother's son and uh, his nephew. So. Here we go. Let me find it. I may have to go to my other Bible because it had more illustrations to it. This this is the King James um, Bible that I'm reading tonight, and it doesn't have those um, commentaries and so forth, like, like my newer Bible. Oh, yeah, another person calling me again? Hold on. It's the same number out of the state of North Carolina again. Mm, praise God and bless his holy name. This must be something urgent because this is 10, 
8.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and someone from North Carolina is calling, but I'll listen to the voicemail. The Word of God is so vital for the um, saving of the soul of man. So um, in, in, in the book of Genesis, let's see, I'm going to Abram. Now let's see, let's, let's turn to chapter 318 of his um, servants that was born in his house, and he raised them to know God, and um, they went into battle. And he taught them warfare. He taught them, you know, how to defend themselves. So, so they went um, at Abram, and they went after um, to this enemy that took his brother's son Lot to bring Lot back save Lot from that being captive and so forth. Um, so that, that right there just summarizes what chapter 14 is all about. And um, and then you hear this, someone blessing Abram about in the Melchizedek, the order of Melchizedek. So, um, okay, something bit me, man. I'm telling you, these mosquitoes are terrible. I have to get my aloe. <laughs> this is the sword, man. Aloe. I put aloe on everything from my hair to every mosquito bite, man. 
It's a powerful tool, man. It's a powerful weapon. <laughs> Hold on one second. Okay. So let's read chapter 14. Genesis chapter 14. So, and it came to pass in the day of Amraphil, the king of Shinar, Arikot, king of El Lazar, Ched or Laomer, king of Elam, and Tidal, king of nations. That's a good title. King of nations. <laughs> Verse 2. That these made war with Bera, king of Sodom, and with Bersha, king of Gomorrah. She Shai Nab, king of Admar, and she Shem Eber, king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, which is Zoar. All these were joined together in the vale of Sidim, which is the Salt Sea. Twelve years they served Ched or Laomer, and in the thirteenth year they rebelled. And in the fourteenth year came Ched or Laomer, and the king that were with him, and the kings that were with him, and they smote Rephim and Ashtarot, Karnaim, and Zuzim in Ham, and the Immens in Shavis, Kitataram, and the Horites in their Mount Fear, unto El Faran, which is by the wilderness. And they returned and came to En Mishpat, which is Kadash, and smote all the countries of the Amalekites and also the Amorites that dwell in Azotamar. And there went out the king of Sodom, and the king of Gomorrah, and the king of Admar, and the king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, the same is Zoar. And they joined battle with them in the vale of Sidim, with Chedolaomer and the king of Elam, and with Tidal, king of nations, and Amraphel, king of Shinar, and Arach, king of Elasar, four kings with five. And the vale of Sidim was full of slip, slip, slim pit, slim or slime pit, slime pit, and the king of Sodom and Gomorrah fled and fell there, and they that remained fled to the mountain, and they took all the good of Sodom and Gomorrah and all their vessels and all their victuals. 
Okay. Let me read verse 10 again. Okay. So kind of. And, and, and the veil of Siddim was full of slime or slip, slime pits. And the king of Sodom and Gomorrah fled and fell there. And they that remained fled to the mountains. And they took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah and all their victuals and went their way. And they took Lot, Abram's brother's son, who dwelt in Sodom, and his goods and departed. And there came one that was had escaped and told um, uh, Abram, the Jew, the Hebrew, for he dwelled in the plains of Mari, the Amorite's brother of Eschol and brother of Aner, and they were confederates with Abram. And when Abram heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his trained servants, born in his own house, 318, and pursued them unto Dan. And he divided himself again against them. And he and his servant by night and smote them and pursued them unto Hoback, which is on the left hand of Damascus. And he brought back all the goods and also brought again his brother Lot and his goods and the women also and the people. And the king of Sodom went out to meet him after his return from the slaughter of Chet or Laomer and of the kings that were with him at the valley of Shavish, which is the king's vale. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of the most high God. And he blessed him and blessed, and he said, Blessed be Abram of the most high God, Possessor of the heaven and earth, and blessed be the most high God, which has delivered thine enemies into thy hands. Let me read that again. And blessed be the most high God, which has delivered thy enemies into thy hands. I don't know if you hear me. Let me say it one more time. That's why the theme is fear not and know that the Lord God is with you. You don't have to fear anyone or anything. I want I want to just just make sure that I I I I I I, I know that you're hearing me, that God is with you in spite of everything. God is with you. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. You're his children. You're his child. You, he loves you. You're his heart. You're his boo. You, you know, you're everything to God. 
So Melchizedek saw this because Abraham Abraham went into battle and he just slaughtered all these people, killed them all, just totally eliminate. And, you know, sometimes, you know, people, when they think of the word of God, they're like, oh, they're just so nice people. They're so kind and good. <laughs> they don't, I don't think people really realize that God, when he assigns people to minister to his people, he literally makes them warriors, such as I. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. He, he never, every leader that I, re, I read from Genesis to Revelation are leaders that go into battle for the kingdom of God to protect his people. Now, Abram just went after one guy, his, his nephew, Lot. But look, he took a host of people with him, 318 uh, warriors that was raised up in his household. And he trained them to battle, to, to be able to fight, you know. Um, and, and so there's nothing wrong with knowing how to protect yourself against the enemy, you know. It's... it's as long as you do it in righteousness and you, you make sure that God is with you. So let's, let's go back to the word of God and, and, and we'll continue with the theme, fear not, for the Lord God is with you. Okay, so let's read verse 18 again, and, and I'll read in Genesis chapter 14. And um, I hope everyone can hear me. I don't have anybody, I, I got two phone calls that came in, so... I don't know, maybe they, they weren't able to hear me, but prayerfully you're able to hear me in tonight's broadcast because um, I'm, I'm, I'm streaming on two, three platforms at the moment. So I think I may have to use two different um, computers because sometimes um, people can't hear me, so I'm not sure. But if you don't raise your hand, if you don't let me know, I don't. I won't know until the end when I re-listen to the broadcast. So prayerfully, this is going out properly. I burnt my fingers, y'all. <laughs> I need to have my. I need to have my stuff. One second, aloe again. You know, I burnt my fingers, um, my whole hand off the other day, man. And I, the first thing I went and got was aloe. I got my aloe and put it on my poor fingers. And it was burning. It was sizzling, man. And look, this is just a week later, and my skin is almost back to normal. I'm serious. This whole thing was like swollen like this. It was just really bad. No. Aloe, man. Aloe. Um, it's a healer of things. Totally. Cool down my skin, man, and dumb it back. I'm totally, the whole thing was totally gone. It was like swollen up just the whole hand. Anyway, back to the Word of God. Genesis chapter 14, verse 18. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of the Most High God, and he blessed him. And said, Blessed be Abram of the Most High God, possessor of the heaven and earth. 
So he's blessing Abram, but he's also acknowledging God and, and glorifying God and worshiping and praising God, the possessor of the heaven and earth, right? Um, verse 20 says, And blessed be the most high God, which has delivered thine enemies into thy hand. And um, he gave him tithes of all. And the king of Sodom said unto Abraham, Give me the people, the, or persons here, and, and take goods to thyself. And um, verse 22, I love what Abram said. I love this. Abram said this. He said, and Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have lift, lifted up my hands unto the Lord God Almighty, the most high God, the possessor of heaven and earth. Verse 23, he says, that I will not take from thee a thread or even a shoelace latchet, and um, that I will not take anything that is thine, lest thou should say, I made Abram rich. Verse 24 and last, save only that which the young men have eaten and the portion of the men which are with me, um, Anar and Eskol, and um, May, Mary, uh, let them take their portion. Abram was very serious about God. He was very, very serious. He wanted to make sure that no matter what blessings that come upon him, he wanted to make sure that it was God that got all the praise. And you got to put yourself in that posture too to always consider God. Never take the glory for yourself or the blessings that are coming to you. Give it right back to God. That's what I do. And and it's just amazing, man. Praise God at all times. Point the people to God. Don't let the people worship you. I've seen it one time. I was in North Carolina. And as um. It's amazing. This, this this pastor, female pastor, all of the members loved her so much. They was raising her up in a chair. And I was like, oh, my God, the blood of Jesus, Satan, I'm buying a rebuke you. <laughs> they were worshiping her and not God. It was, it was the church. But you got to be careful, ladies and gentlemen, as you lead God's people, that you don't take the glory from God. you got to point the people to God. And that's what Abram did. And he also said, with all that uh, they were blessing him, you know, uh, and the other person, he said, I'm not taking anything of yours. And I want nothing. You know, I remember um, I was in North Carolina one time, and this guy came to my house there at 204 Helen Street in Fayetteville, North Carolina. And um, the Lord had blessed me to, to, to have that house for. 10, 12 years, something like that. And um, it was, I thought, an awesome gift. You know, I, I just, that's right. I just didn't understand it all and uh, being naive to many things, but I depicted it as a gift. But anyway, this, this white gentleman came in my house with blue eyes and uh, heavy set, and he said that he was going to, you know, anything I wanted or something, you know, what it is that I want. I don't remember the conversation or even why he came to my house or I don't remember what his purpose was, but 
I looked him in his eyes and I said, I don't want anything from you. I don't want any money, nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm doing God's work and, um, you know, I don't even know why. But, but because of these words of Abram, I remember that, and I've lived my life like that, to take nothing from anyone. And they don't, people don't understand that concept, you know, because most people do take. Um, when someone gives something into my hand, I give it right back to God, and I praise him for that. And I, I pray and I ask God to help me to be a good steward of this that you've given me and allow me to restore that person as soon as possible, if at all possible, if it's God's perfect will. I always pray God's perfect will because I don't know the, the heart or the mind of God because the, the word of God talked about that our thoughts are, are far, you know, it, it, his thoughts are way beyond our thoughts. And, and so we, we can't understand God. We may think we can figure it out, but let go and let God. So when I pray and as I praise, I pray that God's perfect will be done. Amen. So tonight I'm, I'm just trying to figure out why God brought me into the, the order of Melchizedek. And, and you see it was here a king from Salem. And, you know, I'm like, well, where he came from? <laughs> the war, there wasn't, you know, any Salem anywhere, you know, that was known. But all of a sudden, in the celebration, here comes this king, and he's from Salem, and he he um, is the high priest, and um, he, you know, of that uh, region at that time, and he's a high priest of God, and he's blessing Abraham, Abraham because. Um, he was able to see what God already had done for Abraham. God had allowed Abraham to fight a battle to save his nephew and uh, to get him from the person that had captivated his nephew and to kill off everybody else. <laughs> and the king of Solomon, um, Sodom um, and the king of Gomorrah said that they, they, they fell. They, they, they died in battle. They died died. Uh, so, um, verse number ten, uh, chapter Genesis fourteen, and it said, and the veil of Siddim was full of slip, slip pit, slime pit, and the king of Sodom and Gomorrah fled and fell there, and they that remained fled to the mountains. I just wanted to make sure I read that right. Um, because he later on, in verse 22, he said, and Abram, in, in uh, verse 21, and the king of Sodom said unto Abram, give me the persons. So he wanted all the human beings uh, that surrounded Abram. And take the goods to thyself. And Abram said, I don't, know, I don't want none of your stuff. I don't want none of your goods. Amen. So what does Psalms 110 have to do with this? Well, it's talking about the order of Melchizedek. It's talking about um, what David had uh, read in, in the scripture. He reminded 
he studied this stuff, the Torah, and he was talking about Jesus Christ. But the Lord has said, you are Lord of my Lord. I mean, it's a very confusing text. It's a very confusing text. So, but again, God will reveal to me what that means. Let's go back to it. And I'm just going to read it straight through again. And there's many other scriptures and since I don't have the right Bible with me, um, with the commentary and stuff, I'm, I'm not going to go to, to seek those out. Um, but they basically, all of them just repeated um, the order of Melchizedek, um, this section here that is found in Psalm 110. Psalms 110, a Psalm of David, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand until I make thy enemies thy footstool. The Lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of Zion. Rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. Thy people shall be willing in the day of thy power. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I felt the Holy Spirit there. Ah, In the beauties of holiness from the womb of the morning, Thou hast the dew of thy youth. The Lord has sworn and will not repent. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. The Lord at thy right hand shall strike through kings in the day of his wrath. He shall judge among the heathens. He shall fill the places with the dead bodies he shall wound the head over many countries. He shall drink of the brook in the way. Therefore shall he lift up the head. Amen. God bless the reading of your holy words. So, again, I thank each and every one who took the time to tune in to tonight's broadcast. I'm literally, literally exhausted. I've been uh, moving and moving and shaking. <laughs> and... Um, um, I said I need to get this scripture in, and I just wanted to give a warning to all those who are coming up against the children of God, you know, wherever you may be. And, you know, this is not a threat. It's a promise that God is with me. And anyone or anything that comes against the United States of America, I, I wouldn't want to be you. No one has ever face off with me and have won in battle and um, I've never lost a battle nor will I ever lose a battle and as long as the people of America repent and turn from their wicked ways and seek God's face God said in his word then will I hear from heaven and I'll heal this land and I'll forgive all their sins amen praise God and so that's why I teach the word of God. That's why I'm everyone's personal assistant to help you to minister the word to the world, to all nations that will hear God's word. As you read the scripture, take it not lightly that you have been called and chosen by God. I was reading this book by um, an awesome gentleman, and uh, it was uh, this amazing that 30 years ago the time and the date I think it was the exact date that I was anointed to be a bishop uh, I was it was June 12, 1992 
1993 when I was ordained for that and oil and anointed. It was the same time, the same season that this man, you know, lost um, the use of one of his, his, his limbs, his legs. And uh, I was reading his book and I was just, it was kind of comical the way he wrote, you know, really funny. Um, but, you know, someone being in excruciating pain. But I believe God um, allowed him to go through that the same time that I was called. He, I believe that was a call on his life. So no matter what you're going through, what I'm saying is God will use a situation for his glory. And 30 years moving forward now, I've met this person that was wounded back then and um, to be, you know, helped by this person to, to you know, get his vision, you know, uh, reading his books and so forth. And it's just amazing how God will use you. You never know what you're going through. You may be way up high in your glory and splendor, but God will drop you right to the ground <laughs> for his divine purpose. Because that very same time was the time when the first Persian Gulf War, and they had told me and many others to leave the military. They downsized and to be at a the height of pinnacle of success in you know in your military mind and then to be told to get out <laughs> we don't need you give you a pink slip a yellow slip just go you know you don't have a, one of my sons say no safety net but here's ten thousand dollars and see what you can do with that man i spend my ten thousand dollars in one day one day, I was like, oh, my goodness, I wish I had known. I was getting it. I would have planned for it. But nevertheless, I just blew that. Me and my boys went <laughs> shopping. But that was a time of, of of recognizing what it is that God wanted from my life to to what did he want me to do. Didn't understand it at all. Did not understand it. But I thank God that I was a willing vessel when I was told that you were going to be a church. And uh, I was like, I'm a corporation. What are you talking about? But anyway, um, I'm glad I took that. Now God has answered my prayer that I asked many, many years ago. What are you going to do for me, God? (laughs) God is the inheritance. God is your inheritance. Fear not and know that the Lord God is with you. No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. No matter what tricks, what schemes, what scams, what lies were told, untruths, just the lingering, just witnesses after witnesses telling lies, they, they will not stand against you. Just ask God to forgive them, for they know not what they're doing. They really don't. Jesus Christ knew that on the cross, right? So um, I pray that you you have a wonderful upcoming month of May. Um, This is the last weekend in the month of April, 2023. I am just so excited um, to move into a new month. Um, This is my mother's month. It's very hard for me. Um, This is the month uh, that she passed on and um, on May the 10th, around Mother's Day, but I, I just ask that God strengthen me as I go through this. If you out there are in bereavement, if um, you've lost a loved one, 
whether it be a mother, a father, a sister, brother, aunt, uncle, cousins, someone on your job, uh, your bestie, your best friend, your colleague, your everything, your husband, you know, there's so many different um or someone you know that lost somebody, you too feel that sense of bereavement and grief. I, I pray for you, and I pray that you understand the words that, that's coming out of my mouth tonight. And fear not, for the Lord God is with you. I just want to make sure I said it right. I wrote it down. I keep looking over it. Amen. Thank you for supporting me. I thank God for all the people that are on the LinkedIn platform. Um, I, I show 17,000 and then 10,000. That's a lot of contacts, a lot of connections, man. That's like 27,000 people, man. That's crazy. Uh, Google, as I haven't even looked at those numbers uh, in a long time, but uh, my photos and videos, I thank God for Google sending it out. Um, those that are with me, many ministers and ministries, we start services on 6 a.m. with uh, Dr. Um, uh, Pat Stewart in her prayer time. And, you know, every day, every day, you know, seven days a week, 365, you know, she's, she's, she's praying 6 in the morning, Eastern Standard Time. And from, from the East Coast all the way to California, all the way to Florida. Um, many people around the world, we've connected and we're doing God's perfect will here on this earth. Because reading the word of God encourages you new to point you to God. Mm. We love you so much. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. Amen. Again, I want to make it very clear that anyone who comes up against the United States of America, please stand down. If you have a nation and you have people, I'm talking to the people of that nation, please tell your leader to stand down because God is not with him. My God is definitely with me, and I'm here in the United States of America, and I am, you know, God only needs one. He only needs one, and I'm the one. <laughs> I was always told, she's the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Ark of the Covenant of God to protect God's people. You know, God loved you when you didn't even know anything about him. It says, for God so loved the world. That's John 3, 16. That he, let's turn to that. Let's go to it. Let's go to it. You see, it doesn't matter if you're black, or if you're white, if you're Asian, if you're Hispanic, um, if you're a Greek, Jew, um, you know, Russian, Ukraine, um, Egyptian, Lebanese, Pakistanian, Laos, from Thailand to the Philippines to Sierra Leone to uh, all 53 countries in, in Africa, Tanzania, South Africa, Uganda, from Iceland to the Greenland to, you know, Alaska, you know, 
to the Marshall Islands, to the Caribbean Islands. It doesn't matter where you are on this wonderful earth that God created for us to live on. If you have done anything wrong in your life, you've wronged someone. You literally tormented somebody. You really were evil and you're wicked. God can forgive you. God will forgive you. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world. Let me turn to it. God so loved the world. Then God have a big heart, man. I'd be through with you. I'd not take you out. Like like I said, you know, anybody come up against America, I'm going to destroy you. I'm not playing. <laughs> I don't repent of that. You know, I'm very serious. I'll be praying. I'll be on my knees. I'll be fasting. And God is going to deal with you because I asked him to. Let's read that. John chapter 3. Okay. Verse 16, and then I'm going to go back and read the whole thing so you can get the context of this stuff. It says, in verse 16, I hope you can read it. Anyway, get your own Bible. King James Version says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Um, He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is already condemned. He's condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son, of God. And this is the condemnation that light is come into the world. Excuse me. Light is come into the world for everyone. Okay, verse 19. And this is the con- condemnation that light is come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. God know you God knew that you're you're born in sin, you're shaped in iniquity. God, you know, the, the human beings just wax evil the the older they get from child, from youth. Older they get they start thinking wrong, doing wrong. It's it feels good to do wrong. I had one friend that said, I love being in the dark. He doesn't realize that God is in the darkness. God sees everything that you do. Anywhere that you are, he's there, man. Some people just love being wicked. They love evil. They they think about, let's see if we can get down. Let's see if we can trap them somehow. Let's see what we can do to make them fall. (laughs) And they think, you know, it's like a bank robber. You know, they, 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 they take time to contemplate how they're going to rob this bank. You know, they, 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 they spend hours planning and, and contemplating and, you know, finding out and, uh, you know, diagrams and architectural drawing and just to get a dollar. That, that, by the way, if they do get it, it won't last long. And then they, the, the crew will be eating up each other. 
you know, just not trusting one another. It's just a mess. Uh, so back to the word of God. It says, verse 19, and this is the condemnation that light is come into the world and men believe men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone that does evil hate the light, neither come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed, imploded, reproved. But he that does trust come to the light, that his deeds may be made manifested, that they are wrought in God. God put the good goodness in you. It's not we that were so good. We're no earthly good. Trust me on that. Amen. But even I, I, I know myself, you know, I'm a trip. And and, and yet God saved me. You know, I'm ter- you know, I, I would say Paul <laughs> wrote that he's you know, his, his righteousness was as filthy rags. He he said that all the education that he has was his dung, you know. You're like, Really? Ew. Disgusting. Dung, you don't know what you know, doo doo. <laughs> People call it different things, like, you know, stuff that you bowel movement, ew, this nasty stuff, sewer, man. You know, it's when when you get to know God for yourself, you come into a different reality of life. You come into a, a peaceful, serene, you know, it's like I was reading the book of this gentleman, you, you know, many other, you know, have walked this Appalachian Trail for for, you know, a whole year, you know between four months to a, a year, this gentleman took almost um, 11 months to do it, and 18, 18 months and a long time to walk. But in that isolation, I was reading, um, I was reading a, um, um, there's an article about a woman, they put her in a cage to see how long a person can be alone, you know, and survive or something. I think that was a scientific um you know, she was alone for I think two years or three years. You know, uh, it's just amazing. But uh, being with oneself, you know, it's you with God. You know, and, and your inner self. You, you find that God loves you so much. You know that he, you can walk with Him. You can talk to Him, and He can talk with you, and you can commune with one another. Your inner mind, your inner thoughts, whatever, however you want to say it. But um, for those who don't have the opportunity to spend time to be still and know God, um, and they're in this busy, 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 busy world and busy, busy life, trying to make ends meet, trying to come bring it all together, it is so good if you get this Bible, this book, and read it for yourself, um, you know, and and take on the Word of God. And 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 find out for yourself what's what's this book all about, Amen. But tonight we're talking about fear. Fear not, <clears throat> for the Lord is with you. And I'm talking about every type of fear that you can think of. Don't even worry about it. <clears throat> Just um, a few days ago. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
a few days ago there was um this great pandemic, you know, everybody was so they were <laughs> I did <laughs> if I was in a crowded room and I was doing that little thing that I was just doing, like clearing my throat and <laughs> I'm trying to get away from <laughs> And we were masked up. Everybody was afraid of you know, the pandemic and the, the, the 20, 2019, you know, the, this virus, right? <clears throat> and um, it's just amazing now the fear that people are dealing with now is economic collapse. Yeah, you know, well, you know what? Money has changed hands over and over <laughs> the course of time from bartering, bartering system. Hey, we just evolved. Why worry about anything when you can pray? Seek first the kingdom of God, all his righteousness. Don't worry about money. Nah. Don't worry about house, you know. Do you realize if you leave the house that it will fall apart? It, the house needs you to survive. But maybe God needs to move you to a different level for his glory. When they took 204 Helen Street from me, oh, that was so devastating to me. But God wanted to bring me to a new, new, you know, new level of success, I would say. God is an awesome God. I remember my lawyer, the Jewish lawyer, um, his name was Cliff Clifford, and he's passed away now. Um, he was a Jew, and every time I go to talk to him about my problem, he'd always ask me, what, what should Israel do? You know, I'm like, what do I? You know, I'm his counselor. <laughs> I'm coming here for counsel, you are my attorney. But we'd always have this Jewish, um, you know, what what should we do? What should the people do? And, uh, and I'd tell him, hey, I'm here. Don't worry about it. God got this, you know. And he's like, okay. And after I said something like that, he would just go to, okay, so what are you here for, you know? <laughs> and I'm trying to save my house, you know. And, uh, you know. He said, well, why don't you get an apartment? I'm like, I ain't going to get no apartment. What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, my God. I, just, I thank God for Cliff, Clifford. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good man. He's a good man. So that's all I have for you tonight. I hope you um, learned something from it. Don't fear the economic collapse of they, I, I, I just think, you know, America should buy America and stop worrying about the brick countries. <laughs> America should support American people with all your products and services. We got this. You know, we can self-sustain ourselves from solar panels on our roof and the sun will take care of you, God's energy, and the water from the, the great uh, Appalachian Mountains Amen, and the spring of water that flows from, you know, the Grand Canyon, and we have it, America. We're good. We don't need anybody else. <laughs> Let's be our own economy, you know. Buy from the mom and pa stores down the street, you know. We got online presence. Buy from everybody's stuff. I was watching this thing, and my son sent it to me. It was an awesome little thing, and it was like a, a, it was like a, a sleeping tent thing. You go in, and they'll 
take care of you. And guys are selling this for very inexpensive. So I bought 10 of them. You know, why not support America? We buy from America. America and buy from America. Nobody else want to bother with our money? We have we can barter with our own selves, right? You got chicken, you got you got a cow, you got a goat, <laughs> you got some greens and vegetables, got collard greens, you know, you got the fruits and the you know, the nuts and the berries and you know, look look at our resources within America. It's a wonderful country, man. This is the greatest country in the world. This is the eagle has landed. The ball eagle. There's a song that when I was stationed in Korea and, and this gentleman, you know, um, I don't know his name, but he was like, I'm glad to be an American. At least I know I'm free. And I won't forget the man who died gave their life for me. And I'll gladly stand back next or stand up next to you and defend her till today you know you know god bless the usa oh man i went flat on that one (laughs) what y'all know that song it was like everybody was like really nice you know i don't care if you're republican or democrat or independent or you just don't care you are american and you know what? America is every nation in the world. I'm telling you, you came to this great country for something, for something better for your people, for your children's children, for your legacy and beyond. Amen. I'm telling you, fear not. Don't worry about, you know, those dictators. As you see in, in the word of God, God said, He's, you know, you will sit on his right hand side and he's going to destroy all your enemies. You're going to get rid of the heads of many nations. <laughs> what do we worry about, America? Peace, be still. I'm here, the Archbishop, Dr. Marcia, Karen Smith, Abrams, Almasi. Many titles behind my name, many titles in front of my name. Praise God, but I'm just a humble servant of the Most High God, and I am your personal assistant to help you to minister the word of God to the people of God in this nation. Amen. And a lot of Americans are overseas throughout many, many nations. I thank God for all the nations, you know, all the countries in the world. I thank God for you. But America is a great country. It's a great nation. We have freedom. Yes, a lot of wrong people, hurting people, killing, destroying, all of that. I understand all of that. But it's still a great nation. Amen. You can make anyone come from any country and become filthy rich. From impoverished to multimillionaire, trillionaire, billionaire. You've seen it. You know, America takes care of Americans. America needs to take care of America. America needs to repent of her sins and ask God to come into your heart, come into your life, come into your mind, come into your soul, come into your Say, Father God, I've done you wrong. I've done wrong against man and, and, and you, Lord God. I've done wrong against myself. Some people hate themselves. It's just terrible to hate your own self. Forgive yourself. Ask God to forgive you. 
if you don't even know how to forgive yourself. And and fret not because of the evil doers and the people who are taking money and, and doing the wrong things with money and embezzling and scamming people or whatever you want to call it. Those people, God will deal with them in due season. They're not going to live long. And and, and and the life that they're living in, you wouldn't even want to be in their skin. America, I'm asking you, please, all, everyone, in one voice, ask God to forgive you. Repent of your sins. I'm telling you, God will heal this land like that overnight, within one second. Don't look to man to help. Look only to God. Seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, all these things, all these things, all these things shall be added unto you. Amen. Amen. I'm going to let you go. Um, I have another meeting coming up at at midnight, in the midnight praise, um, and I'll be broadcasting again the same word. Um, But I, I pray for you. Let me pray. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. May he be gracious unto you, your household, all that is yours, all that you love, to your kinsmen and your kinswomen. I pray for you that God will bless you and bless you indeed and keep you safe from all hurt, harm, and danger, both seen and unseen. In Jesus' name, I pray. God bless you. God bless you. And I pray also, Lord God, that your people everywhere will forgive one another, will forgive each other for all the wrongs that they've done to each other. Lord God, I pray, Lord God, for this nation. I pray for our leaders, Lord God, from you know the, the White House to the outhouse. You know, those don't even have a house. I pray, Lord God, for all people everywhere in this great country, Lord God, and I thank you, Lord God, for all the other countries, Lord God, the seven continents in the world. I pray for each and every individual here on this earth, Lord God, that they will all come to know you, Lord God, for themselves. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen and amen. And I'm out. God bless you. Okay, those that are on the radio, we're going to go ahead and... Um, Play another soundtrack so that we can, um, let me see, radio. Let's play this one here. Blog Talk Radio. There you go.
argued with someone, I'm asking you just just consider your ways, go back to that person while you are alive and while they're still alive and ask them to forgive you of sinning against them and let them know you were wrong, you know, you you were all the way right, I know that, you know that, but just for peace for them and peace for yourself, ask them to forgive you. Amen. Seek first the kingdom of God at all times. And and I don't know, I, I'm just really loving upon God tonight. Amen. Let's see if I can play another soundtrack. There's so many wonderful sounds here. I'm trying to see if she'll play the song. Let's see. Good morning. You're listening to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. Oh. Lock Talk Radio.
sounds. I'm going to keep on playing until we got like 13 minutes left on the radio broadcast. So let me see what else we got going on here. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Good evening. Good evening. Love Talk Radio. Pray with me, is it all right? Since I praise him by myself, 
I said, you don't have to pray with me, but is it all right? If I just pray to by myself. But you've been good to me. Driving through some stuff. I wanna stay at home, just watch TV. But then I start thinking about how good I running out of time. Ten more minutes. Let's see what else we got here. Love Playing all her soundtracks.
Listening to the Five Fold Ministry broadcast. Amen. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, as we read the Psalms of David, Psalms 23 in the King James Version. And it reads, as we just heard the soundtrack. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Psalms 24 says, The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, and they that dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the floods. Who shall ascend into the hills of the Lord, or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor deceitfully. He shall 
receive the blessings of the Lord and the righteous of the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob, Selah. Calmly think about that. Lift up your head, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, be everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong in might, mighty the God, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Amen. Amen. And the last chapter I will read, um, Psalms 25. Unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. O my God, I trust in thee. Let me not be ashamed. Let not mine enemies triumph over me. Yea, let none of that weight on thee be ashamed. Okay, let none of let none that weight on thee be ashamed. Let them be ashamed who transgression who transgress without cause. Show me thy way, O Lord. Teach me thy path. Lead me in thy truth and teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. Remember, O Lord, thy tender mercies and thy loving kindness, for they have been ever of old. Remember not the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions, according to thy mercy. Remember thou me for thy goodness' sake, O Lord. God and upright, good and upright is the Lord. Therefore will he teach sinners his ways. The meek shall he guide in judgment, and the meek will he teach his ways. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth unto such as keep his covenant and his testimonies. For thy name's sake, O Lord, pardon my iniquities, for it is great. Man is he that fear is the Lord. Him shall he teach in the way that he shall choose Amen. His soul shall dwell at ease, and his seed shall inherit the earth. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him, and he shall show them his covenant. Mine eyes are ever towards the Lord, for he shall pluck my feet out of the net. Turn thee unto me, and have mercy upon me. For I am desolate and afflicted. The troubles of my heart are enlarged. Oh, bring thou me out of my distresses. Look upon my affliction and my pain and forgive 
all my sins. Consider my enemies, for they are many, and they hate me with cruel hatred. Oh, keep my soul and deliver me. Let me not be ashamed, for I put my trust in thee. For I put my trust in thee. Let integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait on thee. Redeem Israel, O God, out of all his troubles. God bless the reading of his holy words. Good night. This is Archbishop Dr. Marcia Karen Smith Abrams Almasi coming to you live from the United States of America. And our theme today was Fear Not and Know the Lord God is with you by Archbishop Dr. Marcia Karen Smith Abram Almasi, Ph.D. In Jesus' name, we're out. Amen. Amen. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.